Did you know that 91 Americans die daily from opioid overdose? Well, there's a better way to solve the chronic pain problem. Solving the chronic pain problem, we're going to talk about that today. Yes. Um, Dr. Crystal, 91 Americans it's die so daily. It's so sad. It's, it's crazy. So it's it's you know it's a big problem, but I think that we're finally making some headway. Uh, recently in the news, there is a. It looks like China may be uh, classifying oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fentanyl yeah. Yeah. as. Um, as a control substance. Yeah. And so we do have a lot of that coming in to America, right. along with, you know, the, the doctors prescriptions prescribing yeah. the pill mills. Well, and with that, one of the other things that we see, too, is because um, it's been it's actually a little harder now to get the prescription yeah. is people that are dealing with the, the dependency are moving to heroin on the streets. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. De- definitely a big, a big problem. Um, I, I think, you know, What's probably more important for us to really focus on and talk about mm-hmm. is it, there is a better way, right? There's th- most people are prescribed these these dangerous drugs for chronic pain. These drugs were never meant to be prescribed for right. chronic pain. Yeah, they're 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 they're, they're for acute pain. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, all of the studies they were only used for three or four weeks. Wow. And people are getting refill after refill yeah, after yeah. refill. Where do you, where do you think? All of this got started. Like, what? Why have doctors become so, you know, e- easily to to or be inclined to prescribe these drugs? Well, I think you know, I think the intentions are good in in many cases. I mean, what do you say to someone that comes in and they are suffering? Yeah. So I think the idea is that you don't want to see someone suffer. Yeah. Someone shouldn't have to. Well, it may, I, I think that's true. And I think it goes, I can take it another step further because mm-hmm. in my own experience mm-hmm. in, in residency, uh, the belief was that no one should ever be in pain. Oh. Pain um, was something that would diminish outcome. It would mm-hmm. uh, keep people in the hospital yeah. longer. Yeah. So we were taught that that was, you know, if someone's in pain, you're not doing your job. Well, I'll tell you, when I uh, delivered my son um, and I had a C-section, yeah. uh, afterwards, they were, like, really... They wanted you to have the drugs, they didn't they? They <laughs> wanted me to have the, the, yeah. the painkillers, and, and I, I turned it down, and they actually sent the pharmacist up to my room to talk to me, like, to, to kind of have a little persuade conversation. Persuade you, yeah, that's okay. To persuade okay, me, it, yeah. like, you know, you really should consider it. And, and some people, would, you know, here's the problem. These opioids target reward centers mm-hmm. in the brain. Yeah. So for many people, that's where it the pro- makes them feel really yeah. good. And then and then they want more of that reward exactly. and more more of that, and that's where the dependency kind of begins. Exactly. Um, I had an experience with my tooth. Oh. I had a tooth extracted. I told, didn't I tell you no. that? Oh. Yeah. So I had a tooth extracted, and the first first thing well, I wasn't even out of the chair yet, and he was handing me a prescription for Percocet, you know, yeah. which yeah. is one of the one of the opioids. And I, I took. I didn't fulfill. I I just stuck with high dose ibuprofen, yeah. and that that yeah. worked that worked for me. I, I'm not saying that 
you know, if you're in a situation where, you know, you need an opioid, exactly. that's fine. But, it, you know, it, it should be something that's, um, you know, managing the pain in an acute setting. In short-term use. It's not part of your long-term strategy. Yeah. So you might, some people are dealing with chronic pain. What are they, yeah. what should they do? Well, and so just like I said at the get-go, we do have, I think, a better way yeah, yeah. to solve this problem. So I, I and, and this is this is a great example of why I love natural medicine. Right. Um, There's no doubt conventional allopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. Great for acute things. Yeah. If I'm having a heart attack, I don't want um, what I I don't want curcumin. (laughs) If I'm having a heart attack, I want to be treated in a conventional way. Right. Right. I want I want the conventional approach. Yeah. So there's a place for it. But there's also a place for natural. Well, the natural place, I think, is after you're recovering. And yeah. you're moving more into prevention again and exactly. health. That's where mm-hmm. uh, natural medicine comes in. Mm-hmm. But I and I like and I think natural medicine works better uh, for these chronic conditions yeah. is because we're actually targeting the underlying disease. Right. It's not just a band aid. Well, you know that you bring up an interesting point because chronic pain is kind of it's not treated as if its own it's, yeah its own. Disease. Disease. Yeah, you're right. They don't. Most people look at it as what caused the chronic pain, right. and they and they focus there instead. Yeah. I think a better approach is, and I think you're right, Doctor Crystal. Is is think if somebody truly has the the diagnosis of chronic pain, think of that as its own disease right. state, exactly. and that disease state needs to be treated. So I'm excited because a life extension was um, a part of this, um, and and a lot of great researchers throughout yeah. the world have have at least laid out what we think are the major steps of developing chronic pain. Yeah. So why don't you run us through? I think there's four steps, yeah. right? So you actually have kind of the initial uh, insult, right? So and it's usually you know, in the periphery. So be it in the joints or if it's... Or trauma. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, or trauma. So yeah. you have the initial... Cancer. ...location yeah. of the pain. And you have inflammation. You actually have immune cells that are right there, those mast cells are located right near that those well, tell nerves. Well, us, tell us about the mast, because this is key. Yeah. The mast cell is doing something there. So those mast cells are secreting um, in, inflammatory mediators, histamine, and kind of different components that can kind of keep that, that inflammation that going. Inflammation yeah. going. Yeah. So peripheral nerve inflammation driven by yeah. this mast cell is kind of like that step number one, uh-huh. and, th- and this is important. We actually call this immune modulated inflammation, right? right. This is this is not like the systemic inflammation right. um, that aspirin can treat, mm-hmm. or curcumin, yeah. or CBD oil, whatever. Yeah. We're actually talking about a very targeted, targeted, but then it moves kind of to the central nervous system, right? So, now so that's start, number two, right? Yeah. So, so so we have the peripheral nerve inflammation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, then the next thing that happens is there's there's um, pain receptors around oh, yeah. there. Yeah. They become sensitive. Exactly. They become acting a little bit, acting up a little too much. Yeah. And then they send that signal to then the spinal cord. Then they send the signal to the spinal cord, and now you kind of have this this inflammation and this sensation of pain yeah. coming from two different areas. And so once once the spinal cord nerves are getting hit all yeah. the time by those sensitive, they become hypersensitive. They're not as well. now, and now they're sending signals up to the brain, mm-hmm. and we've noticed this is step number four that in the brain. Um, there's a problem with GABA in people. uh, GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It's important in pain management. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be kind of like a GABA resistance in in chronic. So so again, just to kind of lay it out, 
peripheral nerve inflammation that right. persists because of that mast cell. Exactly. And then those pain receptors become sensitive. And then we start sending, amplifying that to the central Sp nervous system. Right. And then, and then you up have, to the brain. Exactly. Where the GABA has a problem. This is, what we just laid out is we've simplified this, right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously this, this is a, a lot of research and a lot of money and time mm -hmm. and effort went into understanding what yeah. are those steps in developing chronic pain. Here's what's really interesting. Opioids don't target any of those steps. <laughs> and, and if it does, it's just like maybe just one part yeah, of yeah. that, not I, the full spectrum of me, what's involved with chronic pain. It's just, they're just Band-Aids for the most yeah. part. That's that's. So what we want to do in natural medicine is we want to find, you know, those ingredients that mm -hmm. maybe can target some of these steps. And, yeah. and we've, um, I think, been successful, right? Yes, yes. So, so one in particular is uh, PEA. PEA. You're going to say the full yes, name? Yes, I'm going to say Wait, the wait, everybody full listen. Name. Let's, Crystal is going to try to say one of the hardest chemical names ever. <laughs> Palmitoyl ethanolamide. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I've practiced, trust me. When I first started reading about this, I practiced. We're just going to call it over again. PEA. Just PEA. PEA, yeah. yeah. Tell us uh, what it PEA is. PEA is a fatty acid. So it's a fat yep. uh, made naturally in the body. Uh, you can find it in small amounts in egg and in milk, but you know it's one that we make in the body, and it helps to target those mast cells yeah. uh, uh, from releasing those inflammatory mediators. Step number one. So, yeah. so PEA is targeting step number one yes. in developing chronic Yeah, pain. and it's working in the periphery. Yeah. So that's the beautiful part about it. Right. So it's helping to target that localized uh, inflammation. And, and that's important. What you just said there is important. That localized mast cell-driven mm -hmm. infl inflammation is what yeah. it's targeting. So, so something like curcumin, which is great for inflammation, is not necessarily targeting this mast cell. Exactly. Uh, the CBDs are not necessarily targeting these. Mm -hmm. It's the PEA yeah. that's a mast cell inhibitor. Exactly. Calming down that inflammation. Yeah, there's some really good research with uh, with PEA for sciatic nerve okay. pain, uh, for TMJ. Yeah. Uh, there's research with, um, there's actually a, a new study, a 2018 study with migraines. Oh, PEA. wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah that would be so, nice. Um, and, you know, they're, they're using doses. Um, one study, I think the sciatic nerve pain was looking at about 300 to 600 okay. milligrams. Uh, the migraine study was looking at 1,200 milligrams. So you kind of have a, There's a range, a there range for sure, from, yeah. you know, really about 600 to 1,200 milligrams you know, and of that, PEA. That makes sense, too, when you think about it's targeting those. Everybody's genetically different. Yeah. I might have some more robust mast cells than you do, right? Yeah. So if I get an injury and I'm prone to develop that chronic pain, maybe my peripheral nerve inflammation is greater than, like, say, yours. Exactly. So maybe I need a higher dose of PA. Exactly. Maybe you need less. There Wasn't there a study, though, of about, I think, about 600? Yeah, over 600. I actually have it here. Um, so over 600 subjects. This was in published in Clinical and Therapeutic Research, okay. uh, that journal. Um, and they had... Um, sciatic nerve pain, 300 or 600 milligrams over a three-week period. And so there was both uh, results, pain reduction, and quality of life scores were significantly better yeah. among the PEA users well, I like than that. placebo. Yeah, so, not, so it wasn't that they, they were reporting less pain. Yeah. Great, right? Yeah. But they also, the quality of life aspect of exactly. this. Exactly. And that improved, makes a difference. Right? Yeah, that yeah. makes a big difference. So PEA... Um, ultimately is targeting that first step, that yeah. critical first step. Um, glad to see some other research like migraine. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but what about 
the central nervous system. What specifically? What about that GABA resistance? So uh, Hanokiol. So I don't think anybody's is, ever heard of Hanokiol. Hanokiol, it actually is comes from magnolia tree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I had a beautiful magnolia tree in our yard growing up. So oh, nice. Make the, this brought, this, this bring back yeah, memories. Yeah, it brought back memories. <laughs> uh, but Hinochial specifically um, helps to bind those GABA receptors in the brain. Yeah. I think so what it, it's, it's I, and this is an important point, uh, Hinochial is not really increasing GABA production. It's actually helping GABA bind better and work better, right? Exactly. Yeah, because we do know that... Um, Although GABA can help a little bit with mm-hmm. pain, um, it really it doesn't help too much with people with chronic pain. Exactly. Yeah, so, and that might be because they're taking GABA, but it's not binding right. Yeah, and, and Hinocchio helps that binding. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Now, um, uh, what we've done is we've taken the PEA yeah. and we've combined it with the, with the Hinocchio, and we do think this is a better way to solve the chronic pain problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 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 one option, you know, of very little options that's out there right now. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. it's a good one because again, going back to the idea that we're we're recognizing those steps yeah. of chronic pain development. Mm-hmm. We're looking at those steps as its own disease process. Exactly. And we're then targeting um, those steps. Step number 1 with the PEA, yeah, and so then step number four, the GABA resistance, exactly. step number four. Exactly, so working in the periphery and, and the, in central the central nervous, nervous system. system. Yeah, that's the Hinocchio. Yeah. So I do think, um, hopefully, this is encouraging for some people. Yeah, I hope so. Um, uh, that there, there, there very well could be a better way. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. Yes. Um, and watching. And uh, until next time.